Well, hello, and welcome to the Horn Rank Podcast. See, we told you last week that we were going to try to do this every week through the end of the season, and maybe next week we'll actually manage to do it every week the whole season. I don't know. Do you think we can do that? I'm joined, as always, by Jacob Budge. As always, for the second time. <laughs> yeah, that's true. As always, for the second time, by Jacob Budge. Well, you were also co-hosting on the uh, the Grand yeah, Nats yeah, yeah, podcast yeah. we did But this year, year, this year. Yeah. Second time. Yeah, we so, got this. We can do it every week. Yeah. Maybe next year, even. <laughs> um, so, it was another exciting weekend of band in St. Louis and Indianapolis. We had two Super Regionals at the same time. And uh, some surprises, some not surprises. <laughs> yeah, mostly surprises. Yeah. At least in St. Louis. You want to start out? Let's start out in St. Louis, where we had Broken Arrow win yet another. But not by much. Um, which was the big surprise yeah. of the competition. Yeah, it was a very low-scoring competition. Um, no groups in St. Louis broke 90, which was kind of unexpected, uh, coming off of, you know, last weekend in Midland, Johnson broke 90. Yeah, and you just kind of expect Broken Aaron to break 90 at St. Yeah. Louis every well, year. <laughs> and, you know, last year they set that record score of, what was it, a 95-something? Something insane. Um something crazy but only 88.8 this time around. yeah 88.8 only 1.25 ahead of the springs yeah one and a quarter ahead of uh almost knocked that table over (laughs) one and a quarter ahead of (laughs) blue springs which you're gonna hear an audible gasp (laughs) (laughs) like dan potter's video if y'all okay quick side note if you haven't had the pleasure and um we'll link this in the like the show notes in SoundCloud, I don't know. Maybe I can do that. Maybe I can't. But check out Dan Potter's Facebook page. There is a video of him announcing Owasso, and then he forgets to turn off the mic and accidentally says, good luck, Owasso, over the PA system. At St. Louis. Yeah, at St. Louis. And his reaction, once he realizes what he has done, priceless, is amazing. Like, he freaks out like, you just have to. You have to watch over it. And, like shuts off the button, throws the headset mic off. Very funny. Check out Dan Potter's Facebook page and scroll down to find that video. But back to St. Louis. Um, back to the so important stuff. I'm not sure if this score gap between BA and Blue Springs says more about BA this year or about Blue Springs this year. You know, last year Broken Arrow season ended. Not at St. Louis. They had state championships, I think, one week right. after. But BOA it ended season. a lot sooner than it will this year. So maybe yeah. this just shows Broken Arrow's trajectory is a little right. bit longer they this have year. More, they have more to add, yeah. more to clean. And Blue Springs, too, though, because Blue Springs is going back to Grand Nats right. this year. They also didn't go last year. Yeah. And, I mean, if we're going to look at Grand Nats, so Fallon, third place, and Owasso, fourth place, that, well, the, they're also going to Grand Nats. The, so, the score gap I was the most interested by was Blue Springs and O'Fallon. Yeah. Because Blue Springs, we both love their show this year. They're great this year. I mean, it's they're, they're closer to Broken Arrow than anyone expected, but O'Fallon... Yeah. Is right next to Blue Springs. I was expecting like several, like not several, but at least a couple points between the two. Mm-hmm. But I think that's just a testament to O'Fallon's show and how well they're performing it this year, because yeah. we've seen it already this year and we both liked it a lot. Yeah, and it's just very unique and different, and it's working. Uh huh. It's so cool to watch them like roll out the tarps and roll out the tarps because it's like. It's, I mean, we were commenting up from up top, it looks like it's a little race to see which of the which four the tarps <laughs> will get unrolled the fastest, and then at the end, you can tell they're all just sprinting to, like, 
get everything off the field in the two-minute gap. But um, what they do in between <laughs> setting up and taking off the tarps is also pretty awesome. Just everything that they're able to do on that completely blank canvas, pun intended, right. um, is, is really, really different. Yeah. It's something that we've never really seen before. And I know someone pointed out a couple of years back Plymouth Canton did something where they covered a large majority of the field in tart, but um but the way that the way that O'Fallon's using the colors, I think specifically, is just very unique. Well also the obviously the the effect of that is, you know, it's great. But the fact that they won music G E. Yeah, this was weird. They won music G E. Their show is very visually Visual. effective this year, but yeah, they got well. They got second from both Music GE judges, but when it averaged out, because Blue Springs and Broken Arrow both got a first place and a, a fourth, fourth place. place, so averaging it out, um, O'Fallon Township actually won total music effect by a tenth of a point over Broken Arrow. Yeah, which is something you never would have expected yeah. to be said ever. Yeah, which for is sure. Crazy. But um, which if I mean, O'Fallon if O'Fallon keeps this up throughout the whole course of this year, because they're obviously starting really well. We talked about last yeah. week how sometimes they start really well and they kind of taper off a little uh-huh. bit. But that was, they tapered off at St. Louis a couple years ago, and they're obviously mm-hmm. not at that point yet. So, yeah, so this could be their year. We'll see how they go. Grand Nats in a couple of weeks. They are definitely a group in the conversation to For be in finals. finals. Um, you know, I think we could see top three from St. Louis this year all, all be in finals. Wouldn't surprise me. Um, but, yeah, it's a crazy year. Um, you know, beyond those top three, we had Owasso, Grain Valley, who we hyped up a lot last week. Love their show. They just barely jumped ahead of Westwood um, by a tenth of a point. They tied on score in finals because they had a boundary violation penalty. I think one of their guard members got a little too excited, just took a little step over. <laughs> but um, They had the same penalty in prelims, too. Oh, did they? Yeah. I didn't notice in prelims. Those boundary violations are always an interesting thing because it's, I mean, most of the time you don't notice it unless it's distracting, but their show is so involved in front of the front sideline that it's not surprising that someone just accidentally steps over, you know? They have that part I mentioned last week towards the end where their brass is all in front of the front sideline and there's lots of moments like that with guard in front of the front sideline too. Right. Um... Not really something to be worried about, but this is the end of their season. Yeah, they're not going on to Grand Nats. Um, nope. Definitely an exciting season for them, and I yeah, can't no wait kidding. to see where they go in the future. Yep. You know, they've just shot up these past couple of years, and maybe next year they'll be competing with O'Fallon and Blue Springs. You never know. You never know. Um, what else? Westwood from... Yeah, the lone Texas band in finals. Yeah, Cypress Falls tumbling hard... <laughs> Yeah, it was a rough were, one for them. They were way down in 16th in prelims. And then the other Texas band, Anderson, uh, down in 26th. So I guess that uh, the Texas Magic didn't quite... Didn't work this year. Didn't quite work this time. That that Falls placement, though, is the most surprising because oh, yeah. just last year in San Antonio, they got the last spot in finals. In beating finals. Aldi Bell and Cedar Ridge, which Aldi Bell, we know, just last week can beat Blue Springs. Beat Blue Springs. So that's a nice little paradox of... <laughs> yeah, makes a lot of sense. An interesting, I don't know what you call a, a love triangle of scores between the three of those that... Uh, yeah, Westwood went from fourth in prelims 
and considerably ahead of Owasso to the exact opposite to mm-hmm. six and considerably behind Owasso yeah. in finals. That was an interesting, I don't know, that caught my eye. It was an interesting flip-flop there. A lot yeah. of parity between those three, Owasso, Grand Valley, and Westwood. Mm-hmm. And then if we're looking down the rest, uh, Jenks was the only other band in top half. And, of course, we've started to see this kind of artificial score gap develop between top half and bottom yeah. half just because of how they do the random draw for finals. Um, we've still, I think, in the now two years, maybe three, they've been doing it this way, we've still yet to see a band make the jump from bottom half to top half in finals. I think you're right. So it's... um, I. I kind of take the the gap between 7th and 8th place at these Super Regionals with a grain of salt because, in my opinion, those gaps can be a lot smaller. So, like, Jinx and Bixby in this scenario were in prelims, if you look at the two of them, were, you know, swapping. If you look at, like, music scores, Bixby was 5th and Jinx was 11th, but then comes finals where they're a whole lot closer, um, which I think is just has to do with that of the random draw time yeah. performance order. But um, but yeah, in finals, Bixby coming in eighth overall, kind of leading that top half. And then we had a couple kind of surprises, Prospect and Morton, two Illinois bands. Prospect, really yeah, Prospect wasn't really a, a surprise per se. Although not as I, much, but how high they placed, I think, was pretty right. significant. Yeah, and but especially, um, well, they did it in the traditional Prospect fashion, very high visual and music scores and a little lower in GE. yeah. But um, Morton was a little more of a surprise for us. Not for me. <laughs> no? You don't think so? No, um, I, um, this is hard to explain over uh, over podcast, but you guys will see eventually why I say this. But Morton was a group that I hyped up coming into the season. Mm-hmm. I liked their performance a lot at Grand Nats last year. Um, they finished right next to Ben Davis, which is not, not half bad for someone that most people haven't heard of before. Yeah. So, they're a group that I've liked over the last couple of years, and I was expecting big things from them, but not necessarily this big. I didn't even, I didn't even, I didn't think they were going to make a final spot at St. Louis out of nowhere. Yeah, that's pretty good. Bentonville down in eleventh place, which I was kind of surprised to see them this low. I thought they in prelims they got a lot higher in eighth place. Um, yeah, it and seems they, and like they took a penalty in prelims too and didn't take one in finals. Seems like that eighth place was a more accurate placement, in my opinion. Um, there was a. a kind of crazy moment in prelims when Bentonville's big globe was not on the field when the show started. Um, It was apparently, we learned after the fact, what happened was like, I don't know if they just forgot to inflate it or um, what was happening, but for some reason the globe was not fully inflated by the time they were ready to take the field. So you could see, you know, the whole band goes out and starts setting up and kind of the group of people who where the globe starts on, like, the stage. And the people with the stage were kind of, like, staying over by by the entrance because it looked like they were waiting for the globe to be put on and rushed out. And then it became pretty evident that the globe was not going to start on the stage. So they go ahead and set up, and we're just up there watching, thinking, how are they going to do this show without the globe, yeah, which yeah, is the centerpiece of this show? And so then... Dan Potter starts announcing, and he's, you know, joining us from Bentonville, Arkansas. And then you look in the back corner, and you see two of their staff members um, just sprinting across the back of the field, dragging this globe. And it was simultaneously, like, the funniest thing, but also, like, 
very worrisome because you could tell that this globe was only about half deflated, half inflated. Was going to be an interesting performance, but I mean, they rocked it out. Like, if you look at, um, we have some pictures of one of the guys who is dragging it around the field, getting eaten up. There's one picture where you can see him completely under the globe and just like one leg sticking out because it's deflated on top of him. But they pushed through, had a great show in prelims, and then had a fully inflated globe for finals, which was good for them. Um, then 12th place in finals. A group that hits home for you, Jacob. Someone well, we thought would probably never make finals. It's well, at nice. the at the rate we were going, and I say we because I graduated from Rockwood Summit High School, and uh, we never made finals before. We were always right on the edge of finals, never quite in. And then last year they dropped a ton, really unexpectedly. Yeah. And everyone kind of just wrote them off, you know. And then they made it this year, finally. You know, yeah. finally breaking through into finals, which is, crazy. feels so good. Even though I'm not part of the band anymore, it feels so good just to say that. Yeah, and they were they were the um, the last band in just by a fraction of a point. And yeah. when you add in the penalty that Blue Valley West got, it was only .05 separation between Blue Valley West, first out in 15, Rockwood Summit, last in, in at 14 in, but um in finals they came back got 12th ahead got 12th. of Lincoln they had a great and performance Lincoln and Cam Denton they beat in finals yeah so. makes makes me happy congratulations yeah. guys <laughs> good way to to wrap up St. Louis let's move on to Indianapolis where we actually predicted the champion this time for the, probably the first time I ever. really I thought really that, remember, I really thought if we predicted Carmel winning that that would mean that Avon would win because typically, whoever we predict winning, the other wins. The but other this time, wins. we got it right. Karma won, again by a fraction of a point, only a quarter of a point ahead of Avon. And you know, behind them in prelims. Yeah, behind them by point one. an even closer margin, only point one. But um, splitting captions both times. Avon won music both times. Karma won visual. Yeah, and then that GE just... Whoever wins GE typically wins in BOA, and yep. in finals that was Carmel who won it, and prelims that was Avon who won it. Yeah, not nothing unexpected there. Pretty yeah. much literally exactly but, what you um, expect. Yeah, and then Castle in third place, um, Union a little further down in fourth place. Fourth both place. of those, neither really surprising. They're both. Yeah, although Union's placement in prelims surprised me a little bit. Yeah, because I figured really they'd low. be ahead of at least one of mm-hmm. Homestead and Marion Catholic, and they were. Quite a bit behind. Yeah, but I mean, prelims. if you look at how close that was, you know, an eighty-five point three to an eighty-five point three two five for um, for Marian Catholic, literally point a a half of a point um, oh five. Yeah. So even less than that margin. It yeah, but then they came back in finals and performed yeah. more like what we expected. I think mm-hmm. jumped Marian Catholic, jumped Homestead. Unions really. Really, why those groups who could break into finals this year? Maybe. Well, maybe not break in because they've been in before. Well, yeah, but. But it has been a couple years. I think 2011 was their last. More than a couple, yeah. <laughs> finals appearance. That's what six years ago yeah. now. So, yeah, it'll be you know this band. They make it, first. No, they made it in 12, didn't they? Did they? I, I don't think remember. they made it in 12. Because they had a show. It was like it was like a blast to the past type of show, wasn't it? I think they made it in 12. 2012 was... No, 2012, they were first out, 13th first out. place. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm thinking of. I still yeah, remember that close. show Union. I haven't forgotten it. And then they... Okay, they did make it in 2014. Okay, that might be what I'm saying. So yeah. just... 
was three years ago. In 2014, they got 11th. But um, how, do, how do we both forget that? <laughs> what was that show? I can't remember. F- 13. 14. I'm 14. I can't remember. I can remember 11, 12, and 13. But yeah. Well, because 11 the best. Apparently, it was good enough to make finals. But I think they could do it again this year. <laughs> For sure, and, you know, being ahead of Homestay and Castle. But if you look at, you know, we talked about how there's possibly three groups from St. Louis, Broken Arrow, Blue Springs, and O'Fallon, who could all make finals. And then, you know, if we're going all the way down to Marion Catholic in sixth here, that's six from Indianapolis. That's already nine groups full. taken that are pretty likely final spots. So when you throw in those <laughs> couple of groups coming from Texas and... You know, Mason is going to be fighting for a final spot this year. Yes, and there's always bands who show up unexpectedly in prelims and semis, so it'll be crazy this year. Mm -hmm. Last year was kind of like a a cut sort of finalist, I feel like. Yeah. There was a couple groups. Yeah, but it was like an obvious sort of, there wasn't really more than like 17 bands Mm -hmm. or so that really felt like they could make a final spot, and this year it seems like sort of anything could happen. Yeah. So looking down the rest of Indianapolis finals, we mentioned Homestead and Marion Catholic at 5th and 6th, Centerville rounding out the top half in 7th. Yeah, placing pretty well. Much better than we expected. Hopefully they'll make it to semis this year. Yeah, Still man, blown away that upset. somehow did not happen last year because that show was so good. It was good. so good. Um, and then in the bottom half, we had Center Grove at the top of the bottom half in 8th place. Rosemount just behind them in ninth. Yeah, just behind them, although at 1.43 points behind. So there's a pretty significant gap there. Yeah, big gap, but not too crazy. And No, basically you know, what you'd expect. The thing about Rosemount is this really is the end of their season, too, because yeah. it's pretty cold in Minnesota. They don't. I would love to see a group like Rosemount. You know, Eden Prairie went to Grand Nats, but um, Rosemount hasn't been, I don't Mm-mm, think, Not that ever. I can remember. Um, that I can remember. I'd love to see how they do. They'd definitely be in semifinals. And uh, maybe on a good year could be pushing closer to finals. Um, yeah. I think maybe going to Indianapolis this year was maybe to set them up for a future trip Potentially. to Grand Hopefully. Yeah, it was definitely it weird not seeing them in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. So hopefully they'll, they'll come to Grand Nets some year. I would love to see more Minnesota bands represented there. But I know if you imagine a band rehearsing in Minnesota in November. Yeah, it'd be rough. <laughs> probably not the best. I mean... Some of those rehearsals for, I'm sure, Avon and Carmel in Indiana are already pretty terrible. Even Missouri was bad. Yeah. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be real rough. Pretty much anywhere except Texas is. Pretty much. to get miserable yeah, in there. And Florida. Then we look at Lakota East, yeah, placing like, pretty high in 10th place. I like place. Lakota East. <laughs> That's pretty exciting for them. Um, it was the beating Lawrence Township, too. Yeah. That was and, really you know, Lakota East impressive. first was on our radar this season. Back because of their placement, um, I guess now it was almost a month ago. At, at Dayton, right? Yeah, not quite a month, I guess. Two or three weeks. Um, at Dayton, yeah, they were just behind Avon and Carmel. Yeah, we talked about them last week a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, congratulations. That's, and that's, another, that's a good placement right there. We kind of we have that category of what we called the outsiders and long shots. And um turns out they may not have been as as long of long shots because three of those four groups actually made it in the finals. Blue Spring South Blue Spring and South, Lincoln, Lincoln Way, Way. It out. Yeah, both of those. Which I will say, we did predict that they would be very serious contenders for finals. Yeah. So I don't Go count us. that as a loss for us. <laughs> no. Um, 
It's always nice to see, or at least in my opinion, groups that are sort of underdogs going in yeah. the finals. It's always fun. Yeah, and to see some of them shoot up so high, you know, Lakota East, like yeah, you said, jumping Lawrence Township and Fishers, and you know, Blue Spring South and Lincoln Way. Yeah. And I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't able to watch anything from Indianapolis, but I heard Blue mm-hmm. Spring South was extremely impressive yeah. there. So I have to keep keep on keeping an eye on them in the future. Yeah. So, you know, lots of great band in. Indianapolis, lots of great band in St. Louis. Um, how do you think this will affect this week's rankings? Uh, my guess would be <laughs> Carmel and Avon both go up considerably. Yeah. Or, yeah. Well, they can't go up that far, but they'll both move up. Yeah. Broken Arrow's going to move down because yes. of how close they were to Blue Springs. And O'Fallon Township. O'Fallon Township is going to move way up. Mm-hmm. Now, for those of you that don't know, we're recording this on Monday night. So you may be listening to this... Tuesday night or even later in the week, Wednesday right. or Thursday, after the rankings are already posted. Yeah, but we haven't finished. At this point, we have some, you know, initial of our contributor submissions and some early runs of the algorithm, but we don't quite have the finalized rankings yet. But um, I can tell you that Carmel and Avon will certainly be pushing up. We may see some people drop off, Broken Arrow maybe. But I think, you know, it'll also probably push... As much as BA might drop a few spots, Blue Springs, Blue Springs and will go O'Fallon up, and with Blue Springs, LD Bell will go up too because of yeah, their scores are so tethered because of how LD Bell did, and so we should definitely see some shakeups that'll that'll ripple down even through a lot of these Texas bands. I'm interested to see how many St. Louis bands that attended St. Louis sneak into the bottom mm-hmm. part of finals. Yeah, it should be. Yeah, and maybe. I mean, we saw Grain Valley was in the next 10 last week, and so was Owasso. Yeah. Um, it'll be interesting to see if either of them are able to jump up onto the list after their performances at St. Louis. And then the same thing in, uh, in Indianapolis. We had groups like Center Grove. You know, Centerville wasn't even in the next 10, and they beat Center Grove. So maybe we'll see them jump up a little bit. Um, we'll see how some of those other indie groups shift around. But what we're more excited about right now, coming up this weekend, we have the Atlanta Super Regional. Yeah. Which is going to be interesting. Atlanta brand new venue. in the new stadium. We got yes. a brand new... I apparently love I'm told it's not actually a dome. The technically correct term, according to Wikipedia, is a retractable roof Wikipedia stadium. Wikipedia is not a reliable source. I don't care what teachers say. Yeah. Always right. Always trust Wikipedia. Mercedes-Benz Stadium. But yeah, the new stadium in Atlanta. Tarpon, of course, is going to win. Is there Should any win. way Should that Tarpon win. won't win? Um, Probably not. I want to say, although uh, Cedar Ridge looked really good. Yeah. Earlier in the season, and Wando did really well at, at Grant Nats last year. But I don't know. I mean, I guess maybe if Park Vista continues on that insane trajectory, theoretically yeah. they beat them this year. But I don't. I don't see it happening. Although Park Vista, I love Park Vista last year. They were their show was Fantastic. great last year. I literally I turned on the live stream. So I live stream Atlanta last year, and I was I turned on the live stream for finals. And there was like a maroon band on the field. And I was like, oh, it's, it's, I was like, watch for a couple seconds. Like, oh, it's Wanda. Like, they look really good. And then I realized, they're like, this is like something, like, they zoomed in. I was like, wait a second, that's not, it's not Wando. It took me like until the end of the show to realize it was Park Vista that I was watching. God, genuinely, like, I'd, I'd never really seen them before. And they looked so good. And they, they got fourth, right? Yeah, they had a great show last year. Um, but Fort Mill, James F. Burns are two other groups that, 
we're looking at this year to kind of, I guess, round out the top half. I don't know if either of those groups will really be able to beat Wando or Cedar Ridge or Park Vista. Or Park Vista. Um, it's hard to really know. We don't get much out of most Florida bands early in the season. Right. Fort Mill did beat Dobbins Bennett, though. Yeah, Fort Mill had great showing it. But that, you know, that Winston-Salem Regional always puts out some crazy results. Yeah. This year, Fort Mill and won. And it was so close between the top four as well. Because in prelims, Fort Mill was behind Burns and Nation Ford and, and DB. So um, it'll be interesting to see how that shakes out with another couple of weeks of work, how Fort Mill and Burns will do. But, you know, Dobbins Bennett's not coming down this year. Franklin's not coming down this year. Um, but we do have another Texas band beyond just Cedar Ridge. Haltom is making the trip over yeah, they've gone to St. Louis the past couple of years and have done pretty well. Yeah, always surprisingly the finals. Well. So I think they'll certainly be in finals. Whether they'll be able to push into the top half, they might. Uh, I could see it happening. I don't know if I would bet money on it, but I could see it happening. Yeah, it's um, but it's hard to after last week at St. Louis. Th- maybe that Texas magic is wearing off. I maybe don't know. maybe a little bit. <laughs> Maybe we shouldn't be uh, always betting on these Texas bands and out-of-state super regionals. Yeah, Halton will do well, though, I Mm -hmm. think. And then Walton, another group that was really impressive last year at Atlanta. They got in the top half. um, I think they were sixth place in finals at Atlanta last year. Yeah. And they're kind of slowly becoming the best band in Cobb County, you know, as... Maybe. (laughs) I don't know. Cobb County was one of those... You know, there's very few counties in America that just have such a high concentration yeah. of really good bands. It's crazy. You look at Texas, there's Leandro ISD, Louisville ISD, Round Rock. But in Georgia, like Cobb County has been the little, area yep, of band. Little nucleus Harrison, of band in the south. Kennesaw Mountain, Walton, Pope back in the day. East Coweta. East Coweta is not Cobb County. Really? But no, they're not. Interesting. But a Georgia band. I was lied to. Yeah. Well, East Coweta is another band who could make finals. Could make finals. You know, they're East Coweta. It's always hard to predict because yeah, they're they they're up around and down so much. You know, they'll have a regional where they get second place, and then another regional where they're like ninth place. Right. So it's hard to know how they'll finish. Yeah. Well, I mean, I could definitely see them taking a lower final spot. Yeah. One of the last couple spots. Yeah, definitely. And then you know, Coweta is making the trip all the way from Oklahoma. They're another East group Cowita, but they're nowhere near each other. Correct, Oklahoma and Georgia. It is strange to see several of these groups who normally go to St. Louis coming to Atlanta instead. I'm not quite sure why, but um, but Atlanta definitely provides Gotta get a nice in the, venue. In the stadium, <laughs> the retractable roof stadium. Uh-huh, not a dome. Not a dome. But it it's exciting to see stadium. how they go out. You know, Coweta was pretty close behind Bixby. Bixby made finals mm-hmm. at St. Louis, so... We can certainly see Coweta has a pretty good chance of being in finals. And then a couple other groups to keep in mind kind of to round out the final spots. Green Hope, North Carolina. Lambert from Georgia has been doing pretty well this year. We're just a few spots out of finals in Atlanta last year. Mill Creek the same way, just a few spots out of it. finals at Atlanta last year. All of those groups could be looking to... Uh, to push into finals, so it'll certainly be an exciting day at a brand new dome or stadium, no, not a dome. stadium, not a dome. But there's already a Mercedes-Benz cool. dome, super dome. In yeah, in, in New, new Orleans. Orleans, so gotta keep those uh, names separate. 
So it'll be cool. It'll be yeah. you know, also a first listen of acoustics before True. inevitably DCI comes to the dome yep. or the stadium in Atlanta probably next year. Right. Something to keep in mind though is there's only twelve finalists at this super Yeah, regional. instead of fourteen instead at some of fourteen. Of the others, so we'll so be, not as many spots yeah. up for grabs. A little harder cut. Then we take our take a trek out to California where both California regionals are the same weekend this year. Which um giving us some interesting groups coming to both of those a couple of out-of-state bands yeah you could you could say that interesting excited to see let's do uh san jose first because san jose has two groups that we're really keeping an eye on coming down from the pacific northwest you know this right. year no is not having Tacoma a hillsborough yeah so there's no washington nothing in oregon so um central valley and west salem are both making the trek get down to the northern california regional in san jose this year um so I'm really excited to see how they compete because we have, you know, three really solid competitors from San Jose last year: Clovis West, Saratoga Homestead, who got first, second, and third last year, are coming back this year. So they'll certainly be looking to get those medals again. But I mean, West Salem has been an incredible band, always dominating in the Pacific Northwest, and Central Valley just—I um, think it was just last year—went down to St. George and got second behind American Fork. So. They have shown that they can hold their own in St. George and that yeah. western, southwestern region of the and country. And it's always, it's always great to see bands from, like, from one sort of secluded region in the country going and spreading out to different places yeah. just to give us a basis for yeah. comparison. Yeah. Because, you know, transit of property and all that. But, mm-hmm. like, it's just it's tough to predict a Washington mm-hmm. regional when the only bands that compete at it are just from Washington. You know? yeah. So it's awesome to see... Central Valley and West Salem coming down. And I definitely think that West Salem could maybe even win this regional, you know? Right, because we I have mean, no basis for how... Yeah. We've never been able to tell exactly how good I they mean, really are. You can look at scores and say, yeah, well, you, can look you know, at, one score to 77, one guy to 76. Right, and you can look at videos and say, okay, you know, these groups are pretty close. But, but until they're competing in the same conditions on the same day right. with the same panel of judges, it'll be... So, yeah. top half of finals at San Jose is something to watch. I think it will most certainly be those five groups. I, I don't see any other groups breaking up, but um, but the order that they'll fall out in is really uh, yeah. really up for grabs. I'm a little less optimistic about West Salem winning, although it wouldn't surprise me necessarily. But I think we'll see a California band win again, is what I would say. Yeah. I'm not sure which one, because I like both Clovis West and Saratoga and Homestead. Yeah. But, you know, it'll, it'll be interesting. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would love to see West Salem win yeah. in a way because it'd just be so sort of unexpected. Mm-hmm. And then all of the bottom half from this regional last year is returning. So we got Almodore Valley, Lindbrook, Live Oak, Santa Teresa, and DeMonte Ranch. Hope I said all those names right. I think so. I think I did. But um, they're all returning. And will hopefully be taking back their uh, their spots. I'll be very curious to see if any of them can push up into the top half because yeah. it's it's a pretty it stacked seems top unlikely. half this year. Yeah, yeah. When I think even even those spots will be hard to grab because we have you know like the Kings Academy last year was first out of finals. Um, there's also a group who I think is new to BOA. I can't find any past participation from them. Buch- Buchanan. High school from California, who at um, at a local WBA Western 
I don't know if it was a Western Bands Association competition, but at a California competition, Buchanan was pretty close behind Clovis West. Yeah, um, so, so I mean, someone to keep an eye on for that's sure. That's someone who could break into the bottom half of finals, you know. Maybe, maybe not competing half. up with Clovis West and Saratoga, but I could definitely see them in the bottom half. Yeah, so, it makes sense based off that yeah, place. But, you know, if they are in a spot, that's going to push one of those returning finalists out. So, really, some people were worried that with two California regionals on the same day, we would see lesser enrollment and just less competitive regionals. But, honestly, I think they're, they're pretty are competitive. Showing up. Yeah. yeah. Well, and the other, the Southern California regional and Downey has... Yeah, speaking of bands showing up... Quite a... Um, Oh, Pretty significant boy. band, the reigning national champion. Yeah, decided Carmel, to not make a reigning California champion or anything. No, Carmel is actually champion. going to the Downey Regional, taking on Downey High School in California. Warren High School. It's, oh, held, it's held at Warren, Warren High, High School, school yeah, in yeah. Downey, California. In Downey, California. But yeah, um, is there any chance they don't win? No, <laughs> but. I loved Vista Marietta last year, and I still think yeah. it's a travesty that they were left out of finals. I know, they were so good. They were the first band out in 14th place. Yeah, plus. and I think they'd way, yeah, yeah, because there was a tie. I mean, mm-hmm. guess, yes, technically second, theoretically, but, but like, I I felt like they deserved it more than a couple of some of the groups that didn't make finals, to yeah. me at least. I was, I, was, I was upset with that place from last year, not like mad or anything, but yeah, they were, disappointed, I suppose. They were incredible. And yeah. then... Ayala is the other, you know, big California band, is a former national finalist. Um, and so far this season, Ayala has already placed ahead of Vista Marietta twice. But neither time was it by a large margin. I think right. it was under a point both times. So really, it could go either way for, for second place. Yeah. But certainly, we'll see the two of them in those second and third medalist yeah. positions. I'm also going to go ahead and say that the gap between Carmel and whichever band gets second is going to be smaller than people think it is. Because we were talking about this earlier, yeah. is that California bands are pretty good. <laughs> like A lot yeah. of these California bands are really good, but no one ever gets to see them. You know? Yeah, no one pays because attention to them until they come over to Grand Nats, and then we have you know, right. a lot of... A lot, Ayala makes finals, and... Back in 2013, Vista almost made finals Yeah, just last year in 2016, and then Homestead came a couple of years ago, I yeah, think that was in really 15, well. would, yeah, I think or 14, right. that they came out and were pretty close to making finals, so we'd love to see more and more California yeah. bands at Grand we like Nats. California bands. Yeah. Clovis West came last year, too, and mm-hmm. did really made well. Made semifinals. Loved the show last year. Yeah, so, I mean, it's going to be pretty competitive. We got... In my opinion, rounding out the top half is going to be Desert Vista, William S. Hart. Um, you know, both have been frequent California finalists. Desert yep. Vista was pretty close to the top last year. Their fifth, yeah. Yeah, so I think sliding up one to fourth place, probably where we'll see them. Um, Upland, California, is kind of not too sure about because they, you know, last year they were down in the ninth, ninth after being sixth in. Um, in prelims, but if you look even further back in time, um, just one year back to 2015, when they got second, right at the Long Beach Regional. The so I, yeah, I have memories of them day. being really good. Yeah, so I mean, they've definitely in past years been able to get as high as second. So it's very possible they could sneak up into the top half and you know maybe get fourth right behind. Ayala and VM, maybe even try to push up into a medalist position. We'll see about them. And then 
we have a couple bands who have uh, been away from BOA for a couple years. Thousand Oaks made finals several years ago, back in 2012. They got yeah. sixth place. And then uh, Murrieta Valley is another one who hasn't competed in a while, and they were a few spots out of finals and out of California Regional also in 2012. So, I mean, I think both of those groups have a pretty good shot of making finals. Um, and then a couple others who, you know, and it's hard to, it's always hard to pick who's going to end up where at these California regionals. Yeah, or because, in the Western Regional. Yeah, well, because we can try to look at their local circuits, and California has a really extensive it's called yeah. the Western Bands Association, WBA. It's a really great circuit. And, you know, we get to see a lot of these bands competing every weekend. But, you know, you look at those sheets versus BOA sheets, those judges versus some of the BOA judges. And right. There can sometimes be some not insignificant differences between the two of them. So, really could shake out a lot of different ways. But I think, as we said earlier, Carmel... Of course, she's going to win. Ayala and Vista Marietta are pretty solid. Although Ayala does go on right before Carmel and prelims, so that'll be yeah. interesting. Yeah, that'll be fun to look out for right some before. inflated scores coming out of a lunch break. Yeah. Ayala and then Carmel should be should be something. Yeah. Well, it looks like that uh, wraps up. Kind of looking ahead to this weekend. Is anything else happening this weekend? Um, not that I know of. Or nothing, uh, nothing, nothing else major. we got. Big Super Regional Atlanta, two pretty big regionals out in California. We'll get a lot of California bands. Yep. We'll be paying pretty close be attention be to. Be late to watch those. <laughs> yeah. Well, and lucky enough, I think uh, both of the regionals are going to be scheduled a little earlier. I know yeah, it seems like the Downey it. Regional. They were saying because of the, I think there was some sort of sound ordinance in the city. Um, is causing them to push up finals and prelims pretty early. So if you look at that uh, that schedule for the finals regional and then adjust it to central or eastern time, you know, we'll be getting results from there right around the time we'll be getting Atlanta results, which is pretty nice. And uh, for the live stream, that means you won't have to stay up until 2 or 3 a.m. to yep. watch those last finalists. Well... That's all we got for this week. Thank you so much for listening to another edition of the Horn Ring yeah. Podcast. Thanks for the support on the last one, too, because it was... Yeah, we got much, a lot more... It was better than we expected. A lot more awesome. listens. And I noticed a lot of people also went back and listened to the week one and week two. Got a little boost in listens. So if you enjoy this, you can uh, definitely feel free to share it on social media. You can share from SoundCloud. Also, you may not know, you can subscribe to us in iTunes and really any other popular podcast subscription platform, whether that's Stitcher, Downcast, Overcast. There's so many. Can't even begin to name them all, but we'd love for you to give us a review in that. Give us a little five-star thumbs up. If you think we're bad, don't leave a one-star review. Just uh, Yeah, just forget about it. Forget about it. Yeah, but if yeah. you think we're good, we'd love to take those five-star reviews. Forget about it and leave, on, a, leave a mean comment instead. On iTunes with some yeah. support. We really appreciate it. And always comment in the on the website or on SoundCloud. You can add comments, too. Yeah. Because we, yeah. we do read comments. We do read. And, and we enjoy it. <laughs> sometimes... They make us chuckle. Some of them are intelligent comments, some not so intelligent. But, um, <laughs> but they're always always, always entertaining. Always fun to read, and uh, it's also fun to see some of the usernames people pick for themselves. 
some people go in with some solid just real names and then some people making up some interesting uh yeah but it's it's fun we yeah. like we like reading the comments yeah and we love all your uh shout outs on twitter whether you're uh Shouting us out for yeah, the, uh, making rankings that you agree with you see or the, uh, rankings that you disagree with. The one Instagram, the hashtag hornrank didn't believe in us <laughs> yeah. picture. Sorry yeah. about that, guys. I know I saw someone from Blue Swing South tweeting about a not so much of a long shot anymore. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. We're not perfect. We're not perfect. There's always some surprises. And uh, kudos to y'all for uh, proving us wrong. Yep. So we will see you back this time next week for another edition of the Hornrake Podcast when we'll look ahead to San Antonio and St. George. It's going to be another incredible weekend. And, of course, we'll recap all the crazy drama and ridiculous results that come out of this weekend. So make sure you stay tuned in your podcast app or on SoundCloud for the next edition of the Hornrake Podcast. Thanks for listening.